welcome to the Cinevals. Camille and I duffed up real hard. So hard. We recorded 25 minutes of a podcast Mm -hmm. and Greg came in and very kindly pointed out (laughs) that I duffed it up and we didn't record it. We were just having a conversation. What's the point? What the fuck? So So here's take two. Here's take two. Coming back hot and fresh out the kitchen. It's Wonderland. It's Wonderland. Baby 2003's Wonderland. Yes. Not to be confused with Adventureland, Mm -hmm. which came out in Greg Shrugging. Um, I'm going to say... Two thousand and four nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah, because Kristen. Here's my here's oh, yeah, my when did, justification. Christopher Kristen Stewart had already been famous because Twilight, which was when we were in university, was it two thousand nine? <laughs> Fuck oh, yeah, yes! I won the game. I will. You're a champion. Thank you. So I I can only assume that Adventureland is about awkward teens falling in love. Um. Twilight 2008, mm. great. What's yeah. a, what's Adventureland about? Uh, awkward teens falling in love. I, at a fucking, park. I fucking nailed hey, it. Nice. Um, Wonderland is about... A, Sorry, college kids. Okay. <gasps> oh. Well. But I mean, you, can still be teen, you can be a teen when you're in college. Yeah. I was a teen when I was in university. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So was Greg. That's when I met him for the first time. Mm-hmm. I believe he was 17 years old. I saw him and I was like, mm, he's cute. He's too cool for me. <gasps> yeah. He's gesturing that he was not, but it worked mm. out in the end. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. I just chipped away at him for five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> beautiful any schmoo this is not what that movie is about wonderland is about true crime mm-hmm. the true crime the truest of, the of crime wonderland murders which happened in 1981 mm-hmm. and one of the wonderland murderer accessories was john holmes yeah porn star john holmes also known as johnny wad johnny wad also known as played by val kilmer yeah uh, so the first part of this review is going to be awkward because we're going to be referencing jokes we made the first time around. Yeah. But maybe they'll be better this time around. So, you know, now that you know that, you're with us. Yeah. Yeah, you've all duffed it before. Yeah, some come point. on. Aren't Something... we relatable now? Yeah, everyone's done a voicemail that they're like, ooh, press seven, record again. What? <laughs> you know? You can do that? Yeah, absolutely. What? Yeah, you can re-record. Like, sometimes no. you'll record a voicemail and then you're like, boop, I'm done. Like, number sign, I'm done. Remember when number sign was number sign and not hashtag? Anyway, you'll be like, hashtag, I'm done. It was and pound. Then, yeah, pound. And then the um the Wait, voicemail. When you're done robot. recording a voicemail, you just hang up. Yeah, but at the end, but sometimes there's there's options of like when you're done, you can press this key to like re-record. You can do like take two. Wait, okay. Sometimes, not always. I feel so like that's a thing. What do you do? So when so <laughs> Hi Camille. This is Allie. I mm. just called to let you know that I really fucked up the first part of our podcast. I'm sorry about that. But mm. I do have a bottle of Quail's Gate Pinot Grigio. It was on sale. You should know you bought it. Okay, bye. And then I hang up and that's the voicemail. Or you could press like star to put the voicemail and then the voicemail lady's voices to re-record your message. Press seven. To hang up, press nine. <laughs> and you're like, but I could just hang up, lady. <laughs> to contact I... emergency services, press one. What? To oh. hear voicemail incoming message, press two. What? Okay. To call me at home personally, press three. Okay. I understand. <laughs> And then, okay. Right? <laughs> so you know, she does I'm going to tie this back. Kate, do you remember that one <laughs> episode of Friends where Monica leaves a voicemail and is like, no, I can't do that. I got to log into his voicemail, delete it, and re-record it. And then she re-records the voicemail, but it's the outgoing message? Vaguely, yes. And you can loop this back around. I can see it in the future. Easily. 
So then how does that work? That was because she knew her, his, their passcode, yeah, right? Yeah, that was like the pre-voicemail voicemail where it was in between answering machine and voicemail. Yeah, where it was like a literal tiny tape and like v- digital voicemail where you could be like, oh, I'm fancy, but I'm in the 90s. So I'm going to check my messages from a payphone, which like our family never had. I was no. a child at the time, so I didn't have like yeah. a phone phone. But um, just trying to... Lay down my age there. It's young. It's not. It's old. Um, But in the 90s, like, you could press, like, beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop to, like, press to check your own answering machine. You could, like, call yourself to check your messages. And it's on a physical answering machine. Yeah, like a landline and a physical answering machine. Okay. And so, okay. So you can call your home. Yeah. And then you can put in a code. Yeah. And you can listen to your voicemails. Yes. From not your home. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. This episode is much different from our first episode we recorded. It's so different. Yeah. Well. Well. Okay. So speaking of friends, Lisa Kudrow's in this movie and mm-hmm. she's very good. It's true. Um, so just a brief synopsis of this movie. It's um, it's about the Wonderland murders. It is told in sort of a Rashomon style where there's a bunch of different accounts of what happened and they're all they all sort of contradict each other um so you get to hear dylan mcdermott's character dylan mcdermott's character (laughs) talk about um things and then you get to hear uh val kilmer talk about from his perspective and then the cops are sort of putting things together and you get to see sort of things from the cops uh from like the evidence perspective and then uh and then finally there's like a lisa kudrow recounting which uh contradicts a lot and then within that recounting there is uh val kilmer's character having a memory (laughs) so yeah there's a lot of layers Mm -hmm. they're not great layers no they're like a half-cooked onion yeah the, but though, speaking of the cast, the cast is Val Kilmer, Christina Applegate, Kate Bosworth, uh, Josh Lucas, Lisa Kudrow, like Ali said, Dylan McDermott, Carrie Fisher shows up yeah. in the first scene, Ted Levine, whoop whoop, Ted hey, Levine. it's uh, always been Toretto. It's true. Tim Blake Nelson, Paris Hilton shows up, Eric mm-hmm. Bogosian shows up, um, Janine Garofalo is there for a hot minute, Scoot mm-hmm. McNeary, all those Scoot McNeary fans out there, whoop yeah. whoop. Um, We're going to um, start our own um scoot mcneary podcast mm-hmm. stuke scoot <laughs> mc yep. clearly yep is the best actor of all time yeah we're really nervous we're not gonna get the dot com <laughs> um, yeah so this movie overall is very well performed all of the actors are so good mm-hmm. the performances are great the writing is bad mm-hmm. it's it's bad movie yeah, so the movie is directed by a person named James Cox. Uh, Which sounds like it could have been a pseudonym for <laughs> for, jo- for Johnny Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. It's less fake than Johnny Wad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so uh, James Cox also directed Rockstar, starring yes. Mark Wahlberg, who was in Boogie Nights. Yeah. The original wonderland yes uh when we uh yeah when we were watching it we're like oh this is like the sequel to boogie nights la 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 la. and then i looked it it up and yeah so boogie nights is inspired by john holmes life and this is but his like early life and this is his later life therefore Mm -hmm. this is boogie nights 2 colon wonderland Which is a better title, weirdly. <laughs> um, at least Boogie Nights is fun. Um, I remember, I haven't watched that movie in a little while, but I remember having a fun time. Again, also an all-star cast. I feel like that that movie has a lot of maybe even more famous people. Even more famous people, I'm going to say. Um, wonderful, wonderful amount of people in it. Um, very 70s, which is fun if you're like, ooh, I'm feeling in a like a period film, yeah. 70s kind of life. Um that's great. This movie actually kind of felt less like a period film. Yeah, totally. Than it actually was. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. So. What um, is particularly 80s about this movie? Uh, uh, Nobody has cell phones. 
Somebody yeah. needs to call on a paper. Like even, um, so a, a, tri- a very specific trivia item for this movie is that Val Kilmer was filming Mindhunters kind of before slash at the same time as this movie. Oh. Um, and he, part of his contract or his agreement for Mindhunters was that he would be allowed to grow his hair <laughs> during yeah. the filming of Mindhunters in order oh, to prepare for the Oh, I think we talked about this in Mindhunters. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that's for this movie. Right. And his hair is like a little bit longer. It's not long. No. It's just a, a tad shaggy. It's very curly, though. So maybe yeah. it would be super long if it was straight. Wait. <laughs> his hair is really curly in this like, movie. Oh, I understand. I understand. So if I it see. was straightened, it would be It would really be longer. Long. I understand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it took me, the math of your words took sense for me. Um, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, so that's what was going on here. But other than that, like, I don't. I didn't really get a period vibe. Like, I got a 2003 vibe, kind of. I got a same kind of um, directing vibe as the movie 13, which came out in 2003, 2004. (laughs) Pause so Greg can cut that wine pouring out if he wants. Or if not, shout out to Quail's Gate. Quail's Gate. Vineyards. It's in the Okanagan Valley, which is near where my dad lives. I've been to the vineyard. It's very cool. They have a house called the Ellison House. Mm. And I'm like, you spelled my name wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, you got to support local. So uh, James Cox, uh, director of Rockstar and Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty much it. He also directed a movie called uh, Straight A's. It starred Anna Paquin. It came out in 2013. Cool. That's pretty much it. He did a student film and like one other indie film, which I'm not knocking the guy. I've directed zero films. Good for you. Um, but this yeah. is sort of this is sort of his biggest, pretty much his biggest. This and bigger Rockstar than is Rockstar? His biggest movie kind okay. of thing. Um, and he also co-wrote the movie. And there's like four other people's names on the movie. Bye. Yeah, and as we've mentioned, like the movie is not. Super well written. It could have used a second pass. (laughs) Definitely. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) it's trying to do a lot. It's trying to do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I said this before. I'll say it again. While you making art, there is a generative phase and there is a refining phase. And I feel like there was not enough refinement to this film. So instead of simplifying, clarifying, amplifying, um, they decided to just film everything that they were thinking. Mm -hmm. So it ends up being like, uh, Camille, you had said if it was about, um, if it was more about the cops, then it would have been like a crime procedural. If it was more about John Holmes, it would have been like a late stage biopic. And if it was more about the female characters, it would have been interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, because because uh, Kate Bosworth and Lisa Kudrow both play, so they play um, John Holmes's uh, girlfriend and wife, respectively. And fucking Kate Bosworth's character, like, was, uh, like, pretty badly abused by John Holmes. Um, and so like diving into more of that and like understanding like what it is about this guy, why is she with him would have been interesting. And like, I'm super interested in like the, the John, uh, the Val Kilmer and Lisa Kudrow relationship. Like mm-hmm. that seems really cool there. She's his estranged wife and um like refuses and like doesn't divorce him so like there's something going on there Mm -hmm. um like obviously still has some sort of softness for him because they she still has their like wedding photos out and stuff Mm -hmm. um but also has a relationship with dawn um in the movie dawn is like a release from like police questioning and goes to lisa kudrow and uh, and they talk and and uh, Lisa Kudrow is like, why didn't you leave him? I thought you got away. And mm-hmm. like we get to see like more about why, uh, uh, like more about um, Kate Botsworth and Val Kilmer's relationship. And so there's like there's a lot there, 
but it's not really explored and that's disappointing to me. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like the movie got started as a biopic and that got kind of like sidetracked is like, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if there was a heist and a true crime? Oh yeah. Bit of this, but those parts aren't, very interesting totally it's like what if we got a bunch of dudes and got them to pretend that they're high on coke and just filmed them for 18 days yeah it films a bit wank it feels a bit wanky um and it's just yeah it's a bit it's a bit all over the place it's got similar Um, vibes to the sultan sea yes but with less style yeah i feel like Salton Sea, while not a great film, had like a take on it. Whereas this mm. is sort of like muddy. Yes, it does feel muddy. It feels very messy. Um, it feels like, and um, you can see, if you watch the movie or you watch the movie, you can see strains of other movies. You can see the usual suspects in here. Mm-hmm. You can definitely see like train spotting and Rashomon Rashomon and uh Snatch and like other Guy Ritchie movies mm-hmm. in here um but kind of without but it again it's like like facsimile facsimile kind of thing yeah. like it's a bit it, they're not nothing is quite an homage and nothing qu- is quite its own thing yeah. and uh the first time we recorded the first 20 minutes of this podcast we talked a lot about like trust like trusting your actors and trusting your audience and Ali you said something super smart about like like there's several parts in the movie that are like oh we're traveling to another place and we're seeing that with like a we it's a we travel by map travel like, by map like, with a line yeah it's like, like Val Jones, Kilmer's but not fun. yeah truly it's like Val Kilmer's face superimposed on top of a map of LA and we see a little dot moving along the things it's it's really weird. It's a very weird choice. Mm-hmm. Or we'll have like newspaper covers a number of times with the date and like yeah. a, a newspaper article. And you you mentioned before that like we were just like the audience has no idea where we are. Like oh yeah. this was a we big really, deal. I had no yeah, idea. we really need to what? know that this was front page news. Or we really mm-hmm. need to know that this happened in 1981. Mm-hmm. Because our production doesn't show you that it was. No. <laughs> so there's no and then um something that we talked about too was that it, within the movie especially i i noticed it more towards the end but i'm sure it was throughout there's a lot of cuts in the movie so there's mm-hmm. a lot of frantic like zooms and um sped up moments where they're like smoking crack or making out or something like that they were like which is sort of i don't know if it's an homage to like a clockwork orange or something. I don't think it is. Um, but even if it is, it's, uh, it doesn't have a great effect. Like, uh, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of quick cuts in parts where you could have layman's opinion here. You could have just trusted your actors to do the scene. Well, which it's Val Kilmer and Lisa Kudrow. I think they did the scene. Well, Yeah, you know, it cuts in a way, especially those latter scenes. Um, the scene that I'm talking about is like the penultimate scene of like, um, Val Kilmer and the bathtub and, um, talking to his estranged wife and the wife is noticing you're covered in blood in the moment where she realizes it's not your blood. You don't have a wound. Someone else's blood is all over you. Like that's a really great scene. It's really well performed. Yeah. There's so much interesting stuff they're giving. And then there's all of these cuts all of a sudden that are obviously to different takes specifically that Val Kilmer did that you're like, or at least that I thought, dude, you don't have to cut. You could just leave the camera on him and I know he's doing interesting things. Yeah. Whereas the cutting, like, signifies to me as, like, a whatever audience member. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I had to root around for these. I don't know. This take was good. This part of this take was good. I don't know. This other thing. Like, it takes me out of the moment and I'm like, whoa, style. Whoa, this. Yeah. And I get in it. Because in those scenes in particular with um, with him and like the estranged wife character, I get I get pulled in really deeply. Totally like, I'm interested in what's going on. I'm like, well, what's going to happen here? What's what the fuck is this relationship? Because like in real life, they were married before he started doing porn. Yeah, and then he was a straight. Like, what's that like? Yeah, in the 80s slash 70s. You're like, yeah, what's that conversation? What's that relationship? What the yeah. fuck? I think that I think maybe like the the 
intention with the cuts was maybe to like get the best performance, but what it actually does is it just cuts all of the tension out mm-hmm. of the scene. Yeah, it does. And so it like takes the breaths out and the breaths are where the tension lives. Yes. And, um, and yeah, it's just really disappointing to see because, uh, contrasting that bathroom scene to a different bathroom scene with Val Kilmer and Lisa Kudrow. And it's really well done. It's like beautifully performed. It's a poorly written scene, but it's beautifully Mm -hmm. performed. And it's just like them in a bathroom having a conversation, um, and Lisa Kudrow is talking about how she doesn't want to run away to, uh, uh, doesn't want to join the witness protection program yeah. with Val Kilmer and his girlfriend, Kate yeah. Bosworth. <laughs> um, yeah, this is going to sound a bit cunty, but like, it's just, it comes across as a bit cowardly. Yeah. Which, I don't know. If I was 25 and I was directing a movie, I guess I would be kind of cowardly too. But Yeah, it's um, just like a little bit insecure. It shows yeah. like like a lack of trust with the actors, yeah. a lack of confidence sort of in their abilities and, it's, and, and the abilities of the audience. Yes. And it seems, it comes across to me as like, as a director saying, I need for the audience to remember that I'm here. I'm here too. Mm. I'm making choices. I have a hand versus movies where you would watch whether you think about film or not. And you would think, Oh, I kind of forget. Like, I feel like this might be wrong. I don't have a film studies degree, but Steven Spielberg movies. I feel like I watch and I forget about the direction. Let's say on a, on like a conscious level. Um, I forget about the direction. I just, I get absorbed into the movie and I start watching the movie. Like the direction is invisible. Yes. Like, which is the same as like, if you read a book and you kind of just get absorbed into the book, like the author is invisible versus like, if the book is a bit of poetic language, then you're like, oh, that's smart. But if it's too much, you're like, I'm aware there's an author and that I am reading a book right now. And there's a bunch of like weird filters that were used in this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, that just really yeah was there's like, like i'm making choices <laughs> yeah there's like freezes and yeah uh, da, da, da. there's a ton of needle drops yeah like it kind of seems like a hybrid between a music video and a movie trailer yeah at all times yeah so yeah so rotten tomatoes gives this movie a 34 percent. the critic okay. consensus is quote a sordid and pointless movie with some good performances. <laughs> Zing. Ayo. <laughs> it is it's really well performed though. Yeah, it is. Um, I really enjoyed watching all of the actors act. Yeah. On that note, um, what do we think of Val in this movie? Hottest moment, etc. <laughs> um, I think the hottest moment is when you first see him walk into <laughs> Carrie Fisher's hundred percent. Uh, house and it's before you know that he's a complete piece of shit <laughs> that's his hottest moment agreed <laughs> yeah because he's pretty cute in this movie yeah he's got that like, curly hair yeah. he's got like some facial scrub mm-hmm. he's got a cool shirt yeah his shirt's good <laughs> it's on the poster it's like linen or something yeah, oh, it's, all roughly. Know, it's like kind of western not really yeah yeah and then there's a salt. It's a weird movie to watch because um, you start and like uh, it starts with Kate Bosworth, and then like Val Kilmer's character has like such a great entrance. It's like da da da. It's like such a rock star entrance, yeah. and then like they do cocaine. He takes the mirror off the bathroom, uh, uh, like fixture, and like yep. does cocaine off the mirror in like Carrie Fisher's apartment, and then they <laughs> have sex or they start having sex or whatever. And you're like, oh, this guy's oh, he's, he's a, a bad scamp. guy. He's a scamp. Like he's a good time. Mm, that's the last time that happens. And you're like, yep. oh, you're a piece oh. God. Uh, but like that's really fun and that's a good time and then um he kind of disappears for the first third of the movie like yeah. maybe the first half of the movie because that's when dylan mcdermott starts telling his story right yeah and i found it so abrupt that yeah. i even i made like i made a note on my phone that i'm like is val Kilmer gonna be in this movie again like is he a minor yeah is the trick of the movie the point that John Holmes is actually a minor character in the movie yeah. or is part of an ensemble. And it, I don't, I think it just doesn't work with the movie. It's really strange. We, we spend a solid portion of time from that, but we have the introduction. I don't know. It's so weird to me. Cause like we start with Kate Bosworth's character. Mm-hmm. We, 
have the entrance of Val Kilmer's character and then we zip to Dylan McDermott and then we're with him for a long time and he's in a police interview flashback for like a solid portion of time. A third of the movie. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I guess we're never going to see him again. Like what's going on? So there's something strange happening there. Um, Yeah. And then like you said, like Val, the character Val plays declined sharply. Yes. Um, yeah, the the background of I have the Wikipedia page up. It's so horrifying. So we'll get it out of the way right now. Great. Um, but <laughs> the oh god the the character that Kate Kate Bosworth was like twenty when the movie like maybe nineteen when it was filmed. Yeah, kind of thing. And um, and she's really good in the movie. She's so good. She what has she done lately? What the fuck? Um, I'll we look asked. It up. Yeah, we we asked out loud when she came on screen, which is basically immediately when the movie started. We said, "Oh, whatever happened to Kate Bosworth?" And Greg, producer Greg was in the room and he said, "Batman or uh, Superman Returns." Left <laughs> the room. Um, but uh, so this is from Wikipedia. So her character's name is Dawn, which is a real person. It says in 1976, Holmes met and groomed 15 year old Dawn Schiller. After descending into severe drug abuse, he beat and prostituted Schiller, who, while they were in Florida, fleeing law enforcement, which is the end of the movie. (laughs) More thoughts on the end title credits after. Following the Wonderland murders, broke free and was persuaded by her brother Wayne to turn Holmes into the authorities. Um, She has a memoir, and she describes her and her sister's observations that Holmes was a voyeur who looked through their bungalow windows in Glendale, California, as well as hotel hotel windows in palm springs uh, yeah it doesn't seem like a great dude no Seems bad guy he's a bad, bad guy he's a bad guy he's, he's a, a bad bad, bad guy, guy. He's a bad guy. Uh, yeah so that's that uh, okay so back to fun times podcast hilarityville um Woo! okay so john Woo! holmes porn star so I looked up on the internet. Okay, this is going to be a game here, Allie. Okay, okay, okay. You don't know about this yet. Okay, so I looked up um, real John Holmes. So he was allegedly in like 500 uh, plus plus, uh, movies at the time, which was a big deal because they had literal video cameras with like tape and stuff and everything had to come out in the theaters, which is wild. More about that later and more questions later. But okay, so I looked up some of the best uh, titles of John Holmes. For real, real, 100% real, porno films. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to read these out. There's going to be three rounds. Okay. Um, And there's going to be four titles, okay. one of which is fake that I made up, and the rest are 100% real. Okay, okay, And okay, you okay. have to guess the fake one. Okay, I'm, are you ready? I'm very excited about it. Okay. Okay, here we go. Round one. Okay. The Jade Pussycat. Okay. The Wadfather Part 2. <laughs> 69 minutes colon evening news <laughs> and Saturday night beaver. What? Okay. So three of those are real oh, and God. one of those I made up. Okay, okay, okay. Um I'm going to go with The Jade Pussycat is the one that you made up. You are wrong. Damn it. The Jade Pussycat is real. I made up The Wadfather Part 2. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's so good. <laughs> okay, round two. Round okay, okay, two. Okay, you okay, have okay, time okay. to, to make cleanse in my okay. palate. Okay, cleanse your palate. Cleanse your palate. Okay, cleanse again, it. three of these are real. Okay. God. Uh, okay, number one. Candy and Ushi's Big Breast Orgy. <laughs> Come Shot Review 5. <laughs> okay. Pussorama. And love scenes for vampires. What? Okay. <laughs> I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> did you make up love scene for vampires? I did. You were correct. Okay, great, great, you were right, correct. Great, 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 great. <laughs> okay, okay, what were the what were the okay. real ones in there? The real ones Pussorama. was Pussorama Come Shot Review Five. <laughs> but I want to know that the. Um, porn imdb that i found <laughs> he's not he does not appear in cum shot review one through four hilarious Just okay five. and then candy and ushi's big breast orgy great i need to see how ushi is spelled um it's u s 
H. Wait, U S C H I. Okay. So maybe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Round three. Kay. This is going to be a tiebreaker round. <gasps> okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay. okay, okay. Helga Sven, 40 plus bra buster. <laughs> 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 Mrs. Rogers' Neighborhood. Okay. Hilarious scenes of classic porn. Okay. Or <laughs> guys and balls. John <laughs> colon John Holmes goes gay. No. What? Okay. What are? Can you read them again yes, for me? I can. Let me take a moment. <laughs> I saved all the really good ones for this round. Oh, okay. Okay. Round three. <laughs> Helga Sven, 40-plus bra buster. Okay. Mrs. Rogers' Neighborhood, hilarious scenes of classic porn. Guys and balls, John Holmes goes gay, exclamation point. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to go with hilarious scenes from classic porn. You are? Incorrect. Damn it. It was, this is only partially a trick question. It was guys and balls, John Holmes goes gay. I only made up the guys and balls part. John oh. Holmes goes gay, exclamation oh. point, is a real title of a movie. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. pretty good. Pretty good. Okay, pretty okay, good. Okay. Um, Camille. Allie. Yeah. So, yeah. John Holmes, uh-huh. famous for having a gigantic dick. I've heard. While watching this film, oh, no. I had to find out oh, no. how big his dick was. I'm so nervous. So I've prepared two photos oh, for you. Oh, no. Would you like to see oh, no. the erect penis oh, no. or the flaccid penis? Oh, no. Okay, I specifically did not look this up. This is brand new knowledge for me. <laughs> Allie mentioned this during the movie, and I said, no, I want to see them on the podcast. Uh-huh, uh-huh, but now uh-huh. we're to it, and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no, I'm nervous. Okay, I want to see the flaccid one first, okay. and then I would like to see the erect one afterwards. But like is a strong term. Mm, okay. Oh, no. Okay, are you ready? Oh, no. Okay, I'm ready. Oh, no. <laughs> no. no. Kujo was like, what the fuck? I can't handle this. What's like, happening? Maybe. Oh my god. Okay. Or I guess it was also the past, so she was like, I don't know, I guess this is what penises look like. I don't know. Like, maybe. Jesus. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. <sighs> okay. I <didn't> know. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> What? This is outrageous. Okay, there are several things wrong with this photograph. Okay, this is not even medium, so I'm going to describe what I'm seeing here. Okay. This is a gentle blowjob. I say gentle because... It's just the tip. It's ju- You can't. Well, I don't know if it's just the tip or not. couldn't... This might... She might be to capacity right now, quite frankly. There's so much penis going on. How much? Too much. Personal pain, too much. There's, uh, he can't help it. Whatever. Um, there's. Oh, I have to stop zooming. Oh. Um, is what? This is wild. There's like yeah. literally another foot of penis yeah. outside of her mouth. Yeah, that's too much. That's unbelievable. Oh, it's so veiny. Of course. Okay. Um, that's unbelievable. There's not. Okay, at that point, I feel like. Other than pornography, like, are you satisfied? Because, like, there's a finite amount of space inside a person's body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. Like, a person, like, 
I don't know. Fit, uh, it can fit a baby. Get width-wise. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. Huh. I don't know. I feel like the line... You know what's funny? Like, there's huh. no... <laughs> yet, there's no, like, reality of, like, people with vaginas, like, measuring the, like, length of their <laughs> the vaginas. Depth. Yeah, the depth of their... No one's doing a depth charge, <laughs> you know? But maybe that's a future thing with people. Like, we do tiny depth charges now. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's fucking what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, typically, like a penis can only be so wide, right? Sure. So girth-wise, mm-hmm. it's sort of at you know whatever max capacity. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, length-wise, it looks re- it, like it looks the same like, as yeah. anything else. But lengthwise, yeah. it is. Huge. Whoa, what? They talk about it being 14 inches. Ah. And I think that might be an understatement. Yeah. It looks humongous. Yeah. But it's still like the girth of a regular penis. Yes. So it, it just, just looks going. It just looks really like skinny. Because like perspective wise, it just looks like really stretched out. <laughs> For <just> sure. Oh. <laughs> I like about like a Looney Tunes like what? <laughs> Yeah, like the end of Space Jam. Yeah. If instead of Michael Jordan um, <laughs> stretching his arm mm-hmm. to reach the to dunk, it's his penis mm-hmm. dunking. Yes. Into a woman's mouth. Yes. Um. Yeah. I mean, it looks a bit goofy on that end. Like she's like, I only have so much mouth here. I don't yeah. know what to do for you. Sorry. <laughs> like that's on you. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah. It's- a lot it's too much that's too much mercy (laughs) have you ever seen an old-timey porno um like back in the days of the 70s the 80s uh what was there was that one theater outre show with the oh yeah i didn't see it with the woman oh wait um who with the leg did I dream this? I don't know. I was thinking of, you said Theater Outre, and I thought, oh, they for sure did. This is a theater company uh, based on Lethbridge. They do shows all over. They fucking kill the Dublin Festival, mm. like, every year that there mm-hmm. is one. Shout out to Theater Outre. Yeah. Um, but they do a show that I know I missed that um, I'm going to butcher the uh, 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 synopsis now, but it was about, uh, I think it was kind of like Boogie Nights, maybe based on but not using the names of um, – like there was a there was a trend of twin cest in porn Ooh. in like the seven. I'm sure it's come around again, but like in the seventies, so there were like these two um, boy twins who would have sex, and then it would be taped. Uh, anyway, there was like a Ooh. there was a play. There was like a theater presentation like exploring that. Um, but I think maybe it was not played by twins. It was just the same guy, and then they used theater magic, um, oh. like one single human. Um, but yeah. Okay, so I didn't see it, so I guess that doesn't count. I haven't. So I've I watched Lovelace starring Amanda Seyfried, and I've watched a bunch of like docu. There's some Lovelace great. About? Um, it's so sad. It's about Linda Lovelace, who was the main female performer in Deep Throat, oh. which was the first like chic porn, and this was like yeah. a sub, um, heading in the John Holmes, um wikipedia entry uh-huh. of like when porn got cool in the 70s and like you had to because you had to go to the fucking actual movie theater <laughs> to watch nightmare. it really really what a nightmare uh, i would um, not want to clean that theater no. ever. Oh, oh my god world. what a fucking nightmare uh, anyway um anyway but then you just like hear nine other dudes masturbating while you're watching the movie like, i just want to watch the movie <laughs> I'm here for the storylines, okay? Story and like, do people leave before the movies? And like, I pay for the whole movie. I don't know should I leave. Uh, anyway, um, so <laughs> when it was like chic and like celebrities and like, I think like Jackie O went to Deep Throat and somebody oh like, were, like, oh my god, like it's kind of like chic kind of thing. Um, she was the main performer of that. It's okay. a really great movie. Amanda Seyfried should have gotten an Oscar for Ooh. it. She's very good. I it's feel like maybe very, I did see that. It's very sad. Oh. She didn't have a good time. Shocking. Ooh. Um, anyway, but that was that was very good. And then I watched 
watched a uh, there's like a couple documentaries on Netflix. I think that's like after porn ends, and there's like a, I think it's a trilogy yes. or yeah, it's yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think some of those have um, people from 70s and yeah. 80s main flicks, which is super interesting. So, um, so I looked it up. So this theater mm-hmm. outre show, I think it was theater outre. Um, there was this theater show that was about. Um, that was like inspired by Jeannie Silver, who was a a female porn star who had an amputated leg mm-hmm. and sort of had like an elongated like it was a sh- it was mostly like a shin bone with not a lot of musculature. So it okay. was uh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, you whatever. know. And so, um, you want to see pictures? <laughs> All right. Um, Good for her. Yeah, Honestly. you get it. Yeah, you get it, Jean. Um, and uh, well, here's her using her leg. Yeah, Good for her. And then, Great. and then, yeah, and then here she is. You know, I thought I'd be more shocked, but yeah, fucking good for her. Yeah, yeah. she's hot. Yeah. Get it. Um, and so in that show, they showed um, like clips, I think, from some of her work. Hmm. But yeah, Great. so that the I think that's the only like nineteen seventies. Oh, we watched Caligula together. Oh yeah, I get, remember. Oh fuck, I forgot about that. Oh yeah, we have seen yeah. eighteen. Okay, so Caligula. Okay, so this is me a card. This would be a sidestep, but I feel like, here's a hot take. I feel like if Val Kilmer was, I don't know, whatever, 20 years younger, 30 years younger, whatever that math is, mm-hmm. I feel like Val Kilmer could have had a Malcolm McDowell, pardon me, a Malcolm McDowell-ass career. Totally. Especially in the sense of Caligula. Yes. So Caligula, I went through a real, I let my first, okay, I don't know if anyone else experiences this. Allie, you can tell me if you experience I had an old man crush. On Malcolm McDowell, have you ever had an old an old person crush? Absolutely, not yes. on Malcolm great. McDowell. Okay, great, but for sure on Sean mine. Connery. Hmm? Hmm? Great. Um, yeah. So I I watched A Clockwork Orange in high school. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a very long divulgence. Um, great, Mike Cuddle of this. No. Um, so I watched A Clockwork Orange when I was in high school. It was on the Bravo Network, and I was like, Who's this? I love this movie. Mm-hmm. Who's this main guy? What does he look like now? It isn't too long Dream later. Day. It's only 40 years later. Um, and so I looked him up. I'm like, oh, he's a silver fox now. And I was like really into it. Like I was like, mm, he's cute. And I like. He's yeah. in uh, uh, Tank Girl. Yes. Yeah. Um, he's also in like Star Trek Generations, mm-hmm. I want to say. He's always a bad guy. He's yeah. such a good bad guy. Um, and I was like, I think I'm like really into Malcolm McDowell. I'm like, he's <laughs> such a good actor. And so I was like looking at more movies that he was in. I'm like, fuck, that's a good performance. That's a good performance. This is a fun movie. Cat People, that's fucking weird. Like, this is fucking weird. Like, I like Tank Girl, all this yeah. stuff. And then one of the movies, so I was in university at this point, um, up classes. <laughs> and um, I was like, oh, I was at HMV, mm-hmm. RIP HMV. I was looking at DVDs, RIP DVDs. And uh, <laughs> there was a copy of Caligula. And hilarious backstory, my dad gave me like $25. Like, I don't know, here's your birthday. Here's 25 Your bucks. dad bought Caligula so spent, for you? My dad, <laughs> by association, had <laughs> bought Caligula for me, let's say. Um, it's the most expensive DVD I've ever purchased. <gasps> At $25, so I bought it, and I was like, ooh. And then I looked it up online, because I was like, I don't know, it's like Rome, like Roman stuff, Greek stuff. Like, I love Greek That's mythology. Fun. Love Xena, Hercules, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And so I'm like, okay, it's going to be great. Like, it's going to be, like, biopics, something like that. Yeah. And then I looked it up online. It's, like, the most controversial film in history. It might have said that on the DVD cover yeah. as well. And I thought, ooh, like, controversial. Like, that's what, like, ooh, it's a bit, like, But also, like, controversial for the 70s. Yeah, for the 70s, whatever. And so I watched, so I invited. Allie mm-hmm. and I know Dana was there and mm-hmm. probably Robin and mm-hmm. a couple of their friends from university. Shout out if any of you real estate. And uh we watched at uh we watched at our house. We're living in and there's just cuts of porn, like hardcore yeah. porn. Like there's penetration. Like I think maybe someone fucks a horse. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh man, it is. Oh fuck, it's wild. So and like, but like Helen Mirren's in it. Yes, Peter O'Toole is in yes. it. Yes, but also like, just like just porn. Yes, 
Um, so I looked up a little bit about that movie after we watched it because <laughs> I was like, what's happening? Um, and apparently, this is the ultimate fuck. Is uh, so it started as a as a like a controversial bio, like a like a hard hitting biopic, like yeah. I said, with Malcolm McDowell and Helen Mirren. Fucking like also Google young Helen Mirren wherever you are, babe. What a babe. Um, whatever old Helen Mirren also babe, but like Google it. Um, but what. They didn't know that they were so the producer was like the guy who funded Hustler or so, mm-hmm. or Penthouse, I think Penthouse. And so he was like, Well if I'm funding it, we got we gotta have porn in there though, we right? We gotta make it sexier. Like, we gotta make it sexier, like this is pretty fucking dry. Um, which he's not wrong, but also then they would cut to like and now an unrelated like hardcore sex scene. Yeah. Which was intense. But the actors, like the main, I hate to call them, but the main actors didn't know about that. They 100% didn't know. They didn't know. know about that? No. Ah, no. Like they would have been like, nightmare. yeah, 100%. Ah. So they're like, what the fuck? And no. so there were like R rated, ver- like there was like edited versions of the movie that came out. But I think in Europe, because hashtag Europe, it just came out like that as a movie. <laughs> People were like, whoa, what the fuck? And so like fucking Helen Mirren and Magmadal were like, oh, what? The fuck? what? Why are we in a porno? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So all of that was like unrelated and they like piece it together. (sighs) What a nightmare. Yeah. So I think that's the only one that I've seen. I've never seen Deep Throat. No, it's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like, I feel like then modern porn evolved to not have titles. It's just like, um, hot girl gets fucked in barn. Cow watches. (laughs) is yeah. neutral about it yeah <laughs> like, or it's like very sp- like fishnet girl smokes yeah vagina is seen colon <laughs> number five colon <laughs> colon <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah so it's strange to see i don't know what a fucking weird biopic of a movie yeah it was yeah it's a real whiff for me mm-hmm movie yeah so here's some trivia about wonderland um so val kilmer and josh lucas spent (laughs) like slept the night at the actual murder house in wonderland (gasps) actor reasons god yeah does someone live there now is it someone's house yeah and they slept there no yeah out of the mic um also we mentioned before the production was only 18 18 days days long during the production Val Kilmer became uh, immersed in the making of the film and he became uh, he began a photography project which blossomed into a behind the scenes pictorial book which he chose not to release oh interesting Um, like we mentioned he was allowed to grow out his hair during the film Mm -hmm. for mind hunters Um, and Matt Dillon was actually the first choice to play John Holmes in this version of the movie. Who's Matt Dillon? Uh, Matt Dillon was one of the guys in Something About Mary. No, I haven't seen it. Well, uh, he's also he's Kevin Dillon's brother. Who's Kevin Dillon? <laughs> Matt Dillon's brother. No, you know Matt. Dillon. I don't. Uh, Matt Dillon is the guy. Crash. Haven't seen it. Me neither. But I know he's. Crash. This guy, Matt Dillon. Ah, uh, you know what? He was in Wild Things. Oh, yeah. I know him. <laughs> I know Wild, Wild Things. things. <laughs> we should do a movie retrospective on all five or six Wild Things movies. It'll be called Wild Thongs. Wild Thongs. Uh, uh, yeah, Matt Dillon. Um, Remember when mean? Ashley O-Town from... Ashley... <laughs> Come on. I'm drunk. Remember when Ashley Angel from O-Town was in Wild Things Foursome? Fuck, yes, I do. We're going to review it. <laughs> Oh, we got to see Kevin Bacon's dick in the oh, first one. Got to. <laughs> um, uh, Matt Dillon was also in The Outsiders and yeah, I remember. Rumblefish. Yeah, I don't know that one. Um, and others. That and he was the about. first. He was the first choice to play John Holm. That's right. Really? Yeah. In this iteration of the movie, however, the other iterations of the movie. That's right. So this movie came out in two thousand three, but in. 1999 um it was originally the idea was originally james cox would have been 24 that's right with a different director (gasps) 
That's right. Who is also, I didn't recognize his name, so I didn't write it down. Um, but the person who is supposed to play John Holmes is America's greatest living actor, Michael <gasps> Bean. What? That's fucking right. <sighs> what a different movie we would have gotten. Yes, we wouldn't have watched it. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Ultimately, you're right. <laughs> Not until we started our Michael Bean podcast. That's Bean right. There, done that. <gasps> I mean, we get to watch all the best movies. Yeah, so it's not a terrible <laughs> idea. That's okay. We could watch Aliens. We could watch that episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah, he's one. He's one in the Terminator movies, right? Yeah, I think uh, so. The Abyss. He's in the yeah, Abyss. We could watch The Abyss. Uh, Starship Troopers. Starship yeah. Troopers. Stormtroop Troopers. Wonderland. So how many? So we discussed our ranking of where Wonderland falls on the vast plethora yes. of Val Kilmer movies we've chosen to watch, yeah. which isn't all of them. Um, a quick so 2021 update. Val Kilmer, if you look on IMDb, has 105 actor credits. Congratulations, Val. Congratulations, Val. Uh, congratulations us on not doing that many because that's too many. It's too many. Um, but our ranking, we decided, um, we were talking about it. We discussed it very thickly. Um, we decided thickly? Wonderland. Yes, thickly, like not thinly. We really committed to it. Yeah, we, we got thick to the about thick it. of it. And we decided that um, Wonderland falls between Red Planet, which and would be higher rated than it. We'd rather watch Red Planet again than Wonderland. Absolutely. And... Hard, hard cash. cash. I would rather watch this movie mm-hmm. again than hard cash. Agreed. Absolutely. There's not a lot of movies I would rather watch oh. over hard cash. Wait. <laughs> Wait. What? <laughs> what did I say? There's not a lot of movies <laughs> I would watch hard cash over. Is that the correct way to phrase that <laughs> sentence? No. Wait. <laughs> hard cash is bad this movie hard also cash blows bad. yeah it blows uh, I mean it doesn't blow it's well performed it's just a bad movie that yeah. I don't care about it's true <sighs> which uh, Wonderland same Wonderland. I couldn't recommend this movie unless someone was like I'm gonna play John Holmes in a play yeah I guess watch this cause good maybe but other than that you know what this movie upsets me as a bad movie because I feel like unlike some movies that we've watched on the podcast um it could be really good the yes. potential's totally all there so good how would you fix this movie Camille uh it would be well it'll be more about well John Holmes would be in more scenes I think yep hot take yeah um and Okay, John Holmes would be in more movies and or in more scenes. Ah, um, in more movies. No, he couldn't be in more movies. He's in six hundred movies. Um, okay, so Val Kilmer would be in more scenes. It would be Val Kilmer and Lisa Kudrow scenes. Mm-hmm. Kate Go- Kate Bosworth would also be there. Like, I'm interested in like what's that milieu versus like this fucking nothing crime. Like, it's just really generic. All the crime stuff with all those other characters like the crime heist stuff is not interesting as a heist it's not really interesting as a crime even though it's based on true crime yeah. it's kind of just generic guys yelling stuff yeah. and like white guys with guns stuff yeah. like there's just nothing it's not adding anything new so it's not super interesting uh, I don't know so that stuff's not interesting so you gotta pivot some way else and do something different i don't know if that's like flashbacks to porn days i don't know it seems kind of weird to do a movie i know boogie nights exists but it seems weird to do a movie about a dude whose main claim to fame is a being Being a porn porn star star. and then not having any sex in the movie hardly yeah and not um like exploring like oh what's it like to be an out-of-work porn star yeah, like that's super interesting. And I know yeah. it means he turned to drugs and crime, but like I want to know more about that yeah. other than the flashy kind of generic. I don't know. It just seems like a movie written by someone who's watched a lot of crime procedurals but hasn't really talked to anyone or done any actual research or gotten yeah. mm, any deeper than that. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Meh. 
I think if I were to fix this movie, mm-hmm. I would make it a courtroom drama Ooh. and it would be Kate Bosworth's on, Bosworth on the stand. And oh. it would be from her perspective. And then it would be like flashbacks to the actual crimes, but it would be mostly like her narrating like what happened. Hmm. And oh, then, that's interesting. And then like the... Uh, the cop or the uh, lawyers would be like filling things in. And then that's when we get to see like what, what actually happened. That's interesting. That's what I would do. I like that because the title of Wonderland, if we've got like Kate Bosworth is on the poster or like whatever prominent in the movie, then we get this whole other context of like Alice in Wonderland. Totally. Which we don't get as and the they, movie is. No. And it's like, ah, they, uh, Kate Bosworth has fallen into um, this horror show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which as, which is super interesting yeah. and hard to explore because like as a, like adult aged woman i'm like yeah that's a fucking horror show but as a 15 year old i totally get this older man is interested in oh he thinks i'm really smart and thinks i'm really mature for my age (laughs) i'm really beautiful and like he would break the rules for me yes he's gonna leave his wife for me yes (laughs) um which i think is really interesting and people are exploring the wrong parts of that but the right parts of that are so interesting. Yes. And like, I want, I want people to talk about that. I want people to like delve into that. And so I think, I feel like that, um, nar- that narrative that you just described is mm-hmm. a really interesting window on that because mm-hmm. I remember I did. So a couple of years ago, IRL, uh, I did a, uh, I did a play. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Blackbird and it's about a, um, uh, thir- Okay, so it's about a, a present-day 27-year-old woman who confronts the uh, now whatever, 50-year-old guy uh, that she was in a relationship with when she was 13. He was 27, I believe is the age difference, um, which... Uh, it's a great play. It's interesting. Um, but I remember like talking to my mom about it, and I was like, this is the premise. And I remember her saying... Oh, well, it's good that you, you were never like that. So that was never, um, that was never a problem because you weren't like that. And I weren't remember like thinking, what? weren't like what? If a 27 year old man had paid me attention, a hundred percent, I would have been quote like that. Like, yeah. what do you think? What does that mean? And so I think it's really, I think it's like interesting and valuable. The idea of like that, that you could call a 13 year old person quote like that, like as if it's anything they did yeah your brain is mush and you are waiting for compliments because you've never like a compliment from an adult has like a thousand dollar currency with a 13 year old are you kidding like i feel like everyone who said that has forgotten being 13 absolutely so i feel like that kind of like that kind of narrative like exploring kate bosworth's um pov as the the character being 15 and i think that's super valuable i think that's really interesting yeah anyone wants to make that movie, hit me up. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, flush out my pitch for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You're going to have a lot of cuts? No. <laughs> it's going to be mumblecore. Uh. I am just going <laughs> to let them talk. Yeah. One take. One. The Birdman. Take. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> well, Camille, what would you rate this movie? Uh, out of. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried to think of a more clever, you know, in our style, like two guns out of ten possible crack pipes. But yeah. honestly, That's the bad. movie wasn't very interesting. I like talking about it, but uh, as watching, I wouldn't recommend it. No, no, it's don't sort of watch it. Be, be, be. No, no, no. Not. You should go watch Spartan. Yeah, you should go watch Spartan. Or maybe just one of John Holmes' pornos. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're good. Yeah, it's definitely... This movie was not sexy. It was the opposite of sexy. It was the opposite of sexy. terrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I have a similar rating scale. Great. I would rate it um, four out of 14 inches. Mm. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Well done. Yep. Hmm. Well, well, bye. bye.
dog uses it. Yeah. It's okay. I'm sure it happens to John Holmes all the time. Oh, no. He's dead. Just kidding. Bye. Oh, my God. Oh, we didn't talk about the dumb after after the things. Whatever. One pill makes you larger and one pill makes you small. And the ones that mother gives you. Chess game with Kyle, so I did it myself and I did it wrong. Oh no, I don't believe you at all. It's, it's a normal mistake anyone can make. It's can totally a thing I would make. I know that.